0: Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Hi folks, Dr. William Curtis here with the WFO Life Podcast, The Energy Tribe, and Future Focus Family Medicine. Chris Story is on assignment today. He's actually out in the Rocky Mountains with Brian Shantosh doing a leadership seminar, and so we will carry on today without him, but uh, hoping that he comes back with all kinds of amazing lessons from Navy Cross recipient and all kinds of awesome leaders that are joining him at that seminar. Over the last few weeks, we have been covering a very important topic on the concept of stress and how that can affect our production, our our mindset and our ability to accomplish our life missions. I introduced in the first of this series that stress is a big reason for health problems. And you can go back and I'll put the show notes or show links in uh, so you can go back and review from the beginning. I had a really short intro to this whole idea of how stress, the idea of stress and what that actually is. I defined all of that in a little short. Uh, podcast a uh, couple a couple uh, sections back, and then last week we had a introduction to three pretty solid ways to reduce stress or things that you might at, use in your life to reduce stress. I'm going to continue that theme today, and I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna give two or three different ideas a week for the next couple of weeks as we flesh out this stress reduction series. Today I've got three more that I want to go over with you. These are stress reduction techniques that I find very helpful. I use them with my patients in my medical practice, and I also um, have used them myself in to one extent or the other in in the past. And I, I find them very helpful. So the first of the three that I'm going to cover today are, are pretty straightforward. The first one I'm going to call it "Put It On Paper." So if you find that yourself very stressed out. You find that you're struggling to maintain mental focus, accomplish the things you want to do because you have so many extraneous things that are pulling on your mind. Let's say you've got family stressors, you've got relationship problems, you have maybe issues at work or too many projects. Maybe you've said yes to too many things in the past uh, that uh, leave you with very little margin or very little time in your day to accomplish, you know, or even just, you know, be able to sit down long enough uh, to rest adequately, things like that. These are all forms of stress. What I want you to do if you, uh, you know, as a tool is put these things on paper. And what I want you to do, and this comes directly from, I read this originally back uh, with a guy named Paul Rausch, um, MD. He's a medical doctor from the American Institute of Stress in Yonkers, New York. He always recommends basically putting everything that's stressful to you on a piece of paper. Draw a line down the middle and on the left-hand side, put everything that is a stressor that perhaps you can change. In other words, you see something that you could change that would make a difference. And on the other side of that piece of paper, you got to light a dividing line, put down things that, you know, stress you, but you can't change them. So you can imagine things that may come up. Uh, there may be things about, let's say, let's say you have, let's say that you're, you have a relationship problem and, and there's something about your spouse. Let's say that they have a health problem that can't be changed, but it's stressful for you. Uh, well, If you can't change that, then you put that in this other column, just so you understand that like, I can't change the fact that, uh, my spouse, you know, is in a wheelchair or or has some type of medical problem that they can't change. Okay. Um, well, or maybe they have a behavior that is something they do that you can't, you can't personally change uh, perhaps you work in an environment or a field, uh, that let's say there's a, there's a job you have uh, that, um, there's a certain aspect of the job that you physically can't change. Like maybe, maybe, uh, your job currently isn't is a job where you have to sit at a cubicle all the time. Well, that would go under something you can change because you could always change your job. So whatever the stressor is, put it in the appropriate column, either things you can change, things you can't change. And if, you, if you're not sure, um, you just take your best guess and put it in either column. So um, once you've done that, the items that are in the change category, just, just prioritize them based on what's maybe the biggest stressor. Maybe put a number if you've got five or six or ten different things, put a number next to them okay don't limit yourself but but put a number next to them in the order of priority like what's really stresses you the most or takes the most of your time or that kind of thing and then take action do something to change it if it's changeable even if it's difficult if it's in the can't change category really the only thing you can do is stop fretting over what you can't control Okay. Another way to think about this—this this is a slightly different tool, but I think it's, it's more of a mental tool that I've used with patients. That sometimes, at least, it's kind of a stoic uh, approach, which Chris and I have talked uh, a lot about in this podcast series. If there's three things you can do with any stressful situation, there's there's always three things. The first one is you can change it. So that's column one we talked about. <clears throat> And you can also, in that same column, you can not only change it, but secondly, you can remove it. You can also ignore it. So in the change category, you have different ways you can take action. So think of these first two I mentioned as other things you can do, as things that you could do to change a situation. You can change it, you can remove it or ignore it, or you can just let it go, meaning just I'm not, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. I'm going to let that problem go. I'm going to let that project go. I'm going to let that relationship go. There's, there's a lot of things that people can change if you're willing to do it. The third in this, uh, these three things you can do with stressful situations would be change your mindset or attitude about it. Much like our episodes we did with Rex Howes in the past, where we talk about how attitude is really everything some situations, you know, if there's a lot of problems around you, sometimes you're the problem, meaning the way you're looking at a situation could be the problem. There's always a solution. Ryan Holiday wrote a book called The Obstacle is the Way, and really it's a primer or introduction to Stoic philosophy, but it's a very Stoic thing to say um, that that, look, if this is a situation I cannot change, maybe it's in that can't change category, well, maybe I can change my attitude about it. Maybe I can change my outlook. If I change my attitude, it may completely change how I view that situation. Because every situation that's, uh, even if it's a difficult, painful situation, you can learn from that you can grow from that. Any situation has something that can be gleamed of value in it. There's a flip side to everything. So I want you to look at those. So I, I talked about putting it on paper. One column for things you can change, one column things you can't. Take action in one, stop fretting over the other. And then I mentioned changing it. Stressors, you can change them, remove them, or ignore them. Or you can change your attitude or mindset about them. So Maybe think about that next time you're feeling very stressed out, things that you just don't understand why, what you might be able to do about these things, you can put them on paper. The next one I wanna go over, and this is the second one for today, is on alcohol and caffeine. Now there's others that could fall into this category such as uh, tobacco, nicotine. Basically, I'm talking about things that are stimulants or things that have negative influences on the sympathetic nervous system of the body, which is your fight or flight system. One suggestion is to wean yourself slowly off of caffeine or alcohol. There, there's lots of ways you can do this. Some people just would stop them cold turkey, but but you can, you can also just taper them down. You might do this by subtracting a little regular coffee and adding some decaf to your morning cup. Um, you might, you know, if you drink a six or 12 pack a week, you might dr- cut down to drinking, you know, half of that. And just, just kind of have a plan to, to decrease that over time and then reassess how you feel, and, and if you feel stressed. The reason I tell you this is these chemicals, alcohol, uh, caffeine, nicotine, these things stimulate the fight or flight response in the human body, and I talked about this in the initial um, introduction to this series, where really, that when we say stress, we're really talking about a hormonal response. We're talking about cortisol being released from your adrenal glands, a little little uh, organs that sit above your, your your kidneys that are part of your endocrine or hormonal signaling system in the body. And what ends up happening is these hormones dump into your system, <clears throat> and you you have a a, a a you know when you feel that thud in your chest when something scary happens, that's cortisol, adrenaline, noradrenaline. That's that's those hormones hitting your system <clears throat> and creating a fight or flight response. And there's, that's good in the short run, bad in the long run. But if you're taking in chemicals such as alcohol and, and caffeine and things like that, that tend to cause that, well, and you're, you're, you're a person who maybe self-identifies that you're dealing with a lot of stress in your life, these are chemicals that you could be putting in your body that hormonally stress, your, stress you out, which age you faster, suppress your immune system, cause you to have sleep problems, which then in turn becomes a vicious cycle. So I hope that makes sense. The last one in our series today is on what I call breathing easy. Now, I'm only gonna introduce this today, but breathing from your diaphragm oxygenates your blood, which helps you relax almost instantly. This is a direct quote from Robert Cooper. He's a PhD and author of a book called The Power of Five. This is a book of five-second and five-minute health tips. And in that, he talks about how shallow breathing can, by contrast, cause your heart rate to beat faster and your muscles to tense up and giving you that, you know, that feeling of stress. But if you are able to de- deeply breathe and put your hand on your abdomen just above your belly button and inhale slowly through your nose, and watch your hand move out as your belly expands. Then you hold your breath for just a few seconds, then slowly exhale and repeat this several times. What that does is it, first off, it's slowing your mind and making you more mindful. And it's also bringing your attention away from outside influences back to simply your breath. For those of you who have done any type of martial art, such as maybe, you know, karate or tai chi or qigong. Maybe you've done yoga. These are all techniques by which, really, in fact, a lot of people don't know this, but yoga really is a breathing exercise. Yes, we all know about bending and moving and all the contorted positions that that are part of the yoga pr- practice, but primarily. It's a breath control, breath therapy um, practice. So the idea when you are able to calm your breathing and breathe from your belly, not from your shoulders, this gasping, your shoulders are rising, breathing through your mouth, these are all things that actually scientifically turn on your your sympathetic or fight or flight response. So I'm basically telling you, you this is news to you, be aware of this. If you're breathing and, and, you know, kind of taking large gasping breaths, irregular breaths, or you don't breathe through your belly, what ends up happening is you're turning, you can literally cause a stress response. And so sometimes when you feel anxious, let's say you're in a, a meeting or you're starting to feel anxious about some situation or conflict that's arising and you notice, look at, listen to your breathing, you know, monitor your breathing. You might notice it's shallow, you might notice your shoulders are shrugging or you're kind of breathing through your mouth. These are things that are signs of stress. And they can, what's interesting though, it's like a tool. You can breathe differently. you can consciously change your breathing pattern. and in turn, you can turn off the sympathetic nervous system. They call it in military uh, you know special forces guys are often trained to do this type of thing and they call it arousal control and the idea is they're saying look I'm in a very stressful life threatening situation I could be panting and and breathing erratically which which stimulates more stress response or I can breathe through my nose I can you know uh, slow my breathing rate even out my breathing rate on purpose and in turn turn off the fight or flight response which in you know helps your for soldiers it helps their shooting capability for others it can help their communication their their uh, clarity of thought there's all kinds of things that that can that can improve even in like in the business world or whatever so i want you to think about breathing easy i did throw in there a little bit uh, i mentioned about mindfulness that's one i'm going to do an entire episode dedicated to mindfulness i've been doing a lot of reading on this subject and and some personal work and my on my own and uh, recently I read a book by Thich Nhat Hanh uh, called The Miracle of Mindfulness. Nich than, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh was a Buddhist monk, uh, was I believe he may still be alive, he's in his 90s, uh, but was a peace activist and um, uh, very, very vocal uh, in the war in Vietnam, uh, an incredible individual, that has written multiple books that in recent years, some of those have been translated into English, and the teachings on mindfulness and the idea of living in the present moment, of which Chris and I have talked about some on this this show, I'm going to cover that specifically on its own because I think there's so many people that need this. There's so many people that struggle with uh, dealing with what I call the monkey mind, they're, they're constantly got something whirling around in their head. They're laying down at night wondering what they're going to do tomorrow, what they happened today, replaying everything in their head. They have so many things swirling around, concerns, ideas, uh, mental you know projections of what might happen in the future, reflecting on things that happened 10 years ago. And it's, it's a nonstop, it's exhausting, quite frankly, from, from you know, everyone's experiences at one time or the other, but I can tell you, I see patients all the time, they're stressed and fatigued and they're just, just almost non-functional because they're so wrapped up in all of these, these sort of mental gymnastics. And really what they, what I, I always try to express to them is that really what they need to do is they need to quiet the monkey mind. Because that mind that's running around chasing its tail on all kinds of different you know, uh, mental scenarios and, and, and ideas and uh, conflicts and everything that it's you know, real or imagined that it, it's whirling about on, those are not who you are. And mindfulness practices help you understand that. Whenever you start to do things like meditation, yoga, tai chi, or just simply meditative breathing, Uh, practice, you know, breath practice. These types of processes help you become more centered on the present moment, and they also generally will teach you to witness your own mind. And when you start to witness your own mind, you start to realize you are not your mind. Your mind is a tool, and that tool is something you can use, you can quiet, or you can ignore. I'll leave that there, and I'll cover that in greater detail in another episode. I want to thank you guys for listening to the WFO Live podcast. Chris and I really appreciate your listenership and sharing of our podcast with others. We've had nice growth in uh, the number of people that we've reached. We would like to ask that you follow us on our website, wfolifepodcast.com. By following us there, you'll make sure that you get all of our latest episodes, or if you're on Twitter, I mean, uh, you know, our Facebook or iTunes or Stitcher or any of the places that you might be tracking our content, please leave us a comment. Leave us a, especially on Stitcher and iTunes, um, please leave us some type of review. That always helps us reach more people. It helps uh, fo- the powers that be and the algorithms that are tracking all of this. Helps us. Uh, understand that people are listening to this content, and um, it helps it reach other people. I do think that what we try to provide is useful information, and uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, sharing what you think and uh, of our content. Uh, I think on that note, I'm going to go ahead and close, and I'm going to uh, go ahead and invite you to listen again next week. We're going to dive into this even further. We have a few more episodes on stress reduction. Got a couple special surprises and and other um, things that we'll throw in to the mix. Uh, But try to uh, add some of these um, to what you've been doing uh, or not doing. A lot of people just ignore stress. That doesn't end well. So remember what we have covered so far in the last uh, this episode in the last is taking exercise or walking, uh, going ahead and turning off news or stressful uh, comment you know content online, just saying no, put it on paper, decreasing alcohol and switching to decaf, and lastly today we covered breathing easy, and I hope that you'll use some of these and report back anything that uh, has been of benefit to you. Have a great day and take care.